0: You're a What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? What's up, everybody? This is Leaf Edition number six. Smar- I hate smarts uh, I'm joined by Bob Walker, man. This is a tight one, man. Buckle in. Let's go. Leafs are on fire, and so are we. Let's do this. Number one forever, baby. What's up, 99 Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Oh. This is Anthony L. Jefe recording live and direct from the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. And I'm joined via technology with my hombre from Leafstown, my man. Ball walker, what's up, baby? El
1: Jefe, like I just said to you, I love doing these episodes after a win, baby.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's crack him <laughs> if you got him. Mm-hmm. And making its return to the podcast after accidentally being put away and not left out, the Stanley mug, baby. That's oh, right. Oh, oh, You're in a mood. My, I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, My big boy, White Claw, is going in this beautifully crafted acrylic Stanley cup um very happy to be returning to the podcast mostly because i um you know never put anything away leave it out let it get dusty but at least you know where it is yeah cheers my man cheers buddy Ah, you know what i'm gonna put this down you do a little play-by-play here we go okay we have a tequila
1: shot he's drinking it oh he's pouring it back are we gonna is that another tequila shot it is oh he's not even taking a breath don't tell me there's a third Oh, there's a third in a leaf shot class. Wow. What a start to the episode. Let's
0: go. <laughs> ah, let's go, baby. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> fire Damn, I, I am done. Let's call it. A, let's wrap this son of gun up. Yeah, second Shit. episode. we are done this
1: and we're recording perfectly this time. So mm. a-, a plus, buddy. A plus.
0: Yeah. So far, start off really, really well. Uh, so I got my white claw, because claw is a law around here, in the Stanley mug, ready to go. You got your bevy, I hope? Oh, I do,
1: buddy. A little Ryan Ginge, like always. And ah. the... Hey, speaking of, can't see it, but shout out to the Jays' first win yes. today.
0: Let's Woo, go. Go Jays, go. Yeah, Blue Jay at- edition, we definitely should have done preseason one. We did not, but we'll get started right away. But yep. we got a lot, a lot, a lot to, to start on, to get with, to get going now this is our second one of March. We, we've kind of dedicated to do this twice a month because there's too much going on in this condensed schedule. So well, a fucking month. Let's get Yeah, down. man. So <clears throat> the last time we came on, Ba was giving me props for being positive, but that's just who I am. Now this episode, there's reason to be positive. Ba, yeah. let the good people know what's up.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs won last night against the Winnipeg Jets, our kryptonite apparently, to remain in first place where we've always been. Mm. And except for one position, one very important position that's constantly letting us down, except for a guy with the initial JC, and he's not a carpenter, he's a goalie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a strong resurgence. Like I told you, I have faith in this team where years past I did not have faith that they would get out of ruts, and they're getting out of ruts. And kudos to Sheldon Keefe and his coaching staff.
0: I couldn't agree more. Just to just to lay it on the line, kind of put a timestamp on this app. The least right now are 23, 10, and 3 overall. And in the month of March, a very disappointing, some might say, seven, six, and one. But over you know five hundred. Over five hundred. And I'll take that. You know, that's three points over 500 I'm gonna take that any day of the week um, a lot to, has happened since last time we, we um, mm. recorded so let's just go over some of the things obviously the big things uh, two players of our bottom six lineup claimed off waivers um, Vessie who I liked a lot VC sorry I always mess it up VC um, claimed off the wai- waivers five goals to assist uh, I liked I liked him as a player I thought he was he was finally kind of finding his groove Put on waivers, claimed by Van, is what it is. The name of the game.
1: Yeah. Once again, Vancouver showing that they tried their hardest to be Toronto at all times.
0: What's up, baby?
1: Uh, <laughs> he's he's a big body. That's what I'll miss. Um, but you know what? With the depth of those types of players on you know minimum contracts that we kind of work around that are going to be in and out only one year, two years. I mean, it's not the biggest loss. Really, I was more upset about the second guy we lost than yeah.
0: Lucy. Let's get into it. Uh, Travis Boyd also claimed off waivers, also by Van City. Um, so what's up, Van? You got a lot of answering to do because for a team that was talking a lot of shit, for you guys to take two roster, roster spots and give them to, the, to two former Leaf players? Come well, on, what's up, what? baby?
1: You know what, though? As hard as we are on them, maybe I have to give them kudos that they realized what a winning formula is. So if they want to mirror us, all right. They're a bit behind. But I yeah. guess kudos.
0: You know, I, I'll give them this, and I think this happens. This is the people claimed off waivers from the Leafs this year. I, I'll give them this. There's obviously a lot of buzz about the Leafs this year, obviously being in first place in the league for for majority of the league, uh majority of the year, being in first place in the North since the beginning of the year. Yeah, people are taking notice, obviously, and I think they're just trying to grab any piece of what the pie that they can get. So I get it; it makes a lot of sense. If, the, if this was. You know, two thousand and thirteen, and someone came available off the Penguins. Obviously, I, I want the leads to jump, especially the twenty thirteen leads. I would want them to jump all over that player as well, too. So, it happens. Shit happens, but it is what it is. Arrivederci to DC uh, and um, Boyd, but welcome Alex Galchenyuk.
1: Yes, and you know what? For the reclamation project, the after eight teams. He's in the AHL, but he's doing a serviceable job because his line mates, even though I don't actually think Gally is a second liner, mm-hmm. the line's firing. JT, Willie, they're playing better. I'm not saying that that is because of Gally, but that line has chemistry. They're clicking. So you know what? He's doing his job for the paycheck. I couldn't be happier with him.
0: You know, he, he adds, I, I don't want to call it sandpaper. It's not, it's, it's, it's like double-sided tape. Like, he's not, he's not the kind of grinder that Hyman is. And he, he's, he's not the, the physical presence that you'd hope he would be. But what he is is he's a kind of annoying. He kind of sticks around plays. He gets a stick in the way. He gets an elbow in the way, whatever it happens to be. The guy does little things to kind of get under the skin, kind of your Nazim Kadri type, whatever. Um, but he does what he needs to do to stay in this lineup. And if you're going you're gonna to play on the first-place Toronto Maple Leafs team, then you have to do it. You have to do it. And you have to do it right.
1: Yeah. And you know what? When I talk to my Montreal, like my grandfather in Kingston, he loves, he's a Habs fan and other people I know, they all root for Galli. They all want him to do well. His biggest knock was his lazy play where he did the like willy sometimes where he just, he'd have a good game. Yeah. He'd get two, three points and then he'd be off for four games in a row, do nothing. He's not doing that with Toronto. It seems that there's a a fire lit under him. So fucking a let's go way to go Gally.
0: i have to believe he understands that this is probably his last cry i mean if he has a great half season with the leafs there's a good chance he gets a two-year deal somewhere maybe even a three-year deal somewhere but he understands that like this is his chance he's playing on a really good team with some really good players some elite level players and if he can make something happen he can prolong his career and you know what you gotta cheer for a guy like that someone who who's putting it on the line betting on himself I, I'm happy to see that he's, he's turning around, but let's see what happens after 10, 15 games. That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I will admit that I actually wanted to take Galli in the draft. I know he had been a bit injured, but I had seen his play with Sarnia and I thought he was a big body. See in exactly what the Leafs needed. Cause we hadn't had one really since Sundin, but you know what? He comes full circle. Now he's on the Leafs and we just have another first round pick in our lineup.
0: Yeah. It's incredible to think about, when you're looking at um, the first four, four or five of the top six guys are first rounders. It's something special. So, and I mean, considering your two top centermen are first overalls. Wait, was Tavares the first overall? I feel like he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Not, so, I'm yeah, first. I thought so. Yeah. So when you when over you have Victor that in your lineup
1: over Victor Hedman.
0: Yeah, I mean, who really knows how that's going to turn out? We'll have to wait till the end of the careers.
1: I was obsessed with him, man. Oakville, Ontario native. My dad was working for the city of Oakville and was like running the arenas. So I actually got to uh, just kind of see him play when he'd like come around and do random stuff. There were rumors flying that, you know, he wasn't actually going to get drafted. He was going to leave, go to university, sign a contract with the Leafs. Like I was all over that. I wanted yeah. to so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people did. And you know what? Like Spezza, he came home. We're happy to have him. And, you know, it's, it's not even the fact that he's like an Ontario guy or a southern Ontario guy. The fact that he's, like, I grew up in Mississauga, you grew up in Burlington. You know, like, those are local guys to us. And that's really special, too.
1: Absolutely, man. They're living the dream that I dreamt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That we all, you know, playing on road road, road hockey. You know, anyways. Okay, moving on. Uh, I want to address the goalie situation before we get into the, the next kind of juicy part. Of the, of... Man, I... I wanna save some of what I have to say for a little bit later in this show, but what I really it, this is a one part your last five, six years it's all been defense. So we need defense, we need defense. Now I feel comfortable in our defensive pairings. And now it's goaltending that's giving me fucking heartburn. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, we are so used. The last few years, he had such a heavy workload, Freddie, and the defense, you're right, was not there, and there were games where Freddie, we should have been there for him, because he played lights out, and he gave us a chance when we shouldn't have. Now, you're right, we've got the defense, we've got the heart to come back, even when we're down, and we have the offensive ability, and now, just absolute poor goaltending. I can't say anything negative right now about Jackie Campbell, because of where... He is, his stats, his record. So winning record, I'm not going to chirp our goaltender. No, I do not think he's a starter. I hate that controversy. I, Freddie needs to be our starter this year. And right. he has, he's, he's been terrible. Like He's been terrible this year. Like And now with this whole injury, nobody knows where Freddie is. Like They came out this morning and said he is skating. Okay, what's the timeline? Because yeah. if we don't have Freddie for the playoffs, I'll tell you right now, I think we're fucked and we might need him to, to go get a goalie.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the word around town. Uh, I have to. I, I agree with what you're saying. Jack Campbell's stats are great. 7-0 and in net. You know, the goals against are looking great. I mean, two back-to-back shutouts. You know, like uh, uh, goals against under 3 or 2. I can't remember what it is offhand. But the fact of the matter is this. We both know this is a little bit of a mirage. He is a good goaltender, but he's not your A1. And even if Freddie comes back at... 90 percent of what he will be known to be if you pair those guys up 1a 1b what you got to do i think that might be okay i think that's the only way you get out of this uh unscathed but at the end of the day jack campbell isn't the answer jack campbell is a really really strong backup
1: yeah and you know what it's it's kind of unfortunate because I feel in my head I'd actually give him a, a more leniency, like leeway, to being a starter without the injury problems that Campbell has, because you like you can't, like I said, you can't really say anything negative. Seven and zero, he's playing well. My issue is some of the weak goals he's let in lately. I don't think if our team was as good as we are, it could have crippled us a bit. Hutchinson, the the guys just fall apart when Hutchinson's shit because he shit. Yeah. But. Jack Campbell, man, if, if he didn't have the injury issues, then maybe, you know what, I could say, yeah, maybe, you know, he was behind Jonathan Quick his whole career, and we, he never got the chance, but it, it's Freddie, and at best, it's a tandem. I don't know if you take Campbell out of the crease because he's playing so well, but you have to give it to Freddie. Like, that's our starter. That's the guy making money.
0: I 100% agree. I, I think at the end of the day, if if the Leafs can make it work with Hutch and, and Campbell, for the like, let's say two, three weeks. Like, you know, like it, what, what scares me the most with Anderson is that I think I don't think it's a physical issue as much as it could be a mental issue. I really feel, and I said it in the last couple podcasts, I really feel that when the news came out um, in the off season that the Leafs were going to try to move him and they're trying to go in a different direction and that he should pack up his things and be prepared to be traded. I think they really messed with them. They really fucked with them, and it makes 100% sense. Think of it this way. What if you and your girlfriend, your wife, you know, decided at one point that, you know what, you guys can get separated and like, OK, you, you start to make you put those barriers. You start to like create that separation. This is the same kind of scenario. Fine, it's not romantic for some, but maybe for us it is. I'm just saying that it's like when you think about it that way, you start to put these mental blocks and you, his heart may not be in it like you want him to be in it. So that's what really throws me for, I believe it's a mental issue, not necessarily, maybe it's part and parcel, maybe it's a bit of both, but I really think Anderson, if he can get healthy and be 90, 95% of what we know he is, I feel pretty comfortable with that. When you look at Jack Campbell, he's a really, really good Band-Aid, and he's probably the ideal backup to have. And I mean, Hutch, I I personally don't want to see him in that because you're right, they crumble when he's in the net. No confidence. Even when he, yeah, and even when he plays well, which I thought he played pretty well, couple nights ago against Edmonton. When he plays well, the team doesn't even give him that. They're like, ah, okay, I, I mean he saved it this time, but what about next time? Yeah. So I
1: don't I don't actually fault Hutchinson for the Edmonton game. Like, you're right, he did play semi well. Just quickly, two things about Anderson. Um A, typical, even though they won't admit it, fucking Toronto media with their shit, running a guy out of town potentially, and just creating these problems. But B, more importantly in my mind, man, Be a fucking consummate professional. Seriously. Like, you know what? Okay, maybe it's a mental game. Then then he's mentally weak, unfortunately. And that sucks. And then he's not the answer. Because you know what I would think? And I've only played fucking amateur beer league hockey, like house league rep shit. I would be playing my ass off this year for a contract. I'd be like, okay, these clowns in Toronto think that they can win a cup without me. All right, I'm going to prove to the other 31 teams Seattle, whoever, guess what? You can take me. We are going to yeah. win. So you need to be yeah. mentally stronger than that, man. Be a pro. That's why you make millions because you know what? Come join me in a warehouse or whatever. I'm sure I can get you a job at fucking $18 an
0: hour. Yeah. No shit. You're nailing it. I think you're right. I, I just wonder if, if, if it's going to end up being a change of scenery thing. And I don't know how much that relates to hockey as it does to other sports like baseball where you have 162-game grind. Um, I just, you know, I just worry, you know, at the end of the day, this human is having some issues and I'm hoping he can get sorted out. I'm all in on Anderson taking us to a cup final this year. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm riding him because I love him, you know, like it's just some tough love. He has to be your
1: answer. And you know what, if Ian Scott or uh, Joseph or Justin Wall are two prospect goalies who you don't really hear about a lot, so maybe they aren't the answer, but I've been craving this since Justin Pogie didn't work out. We need our own young prospect goaltender, like going into next year for this team, they need to draft or find a young goalie, not necessarily to play next year, but have like Campbell and if not Freddie and someone else for a tandem and you have a goalie in the future, young contract, like something you can afford with how we're paying players. Hopefully the salary cap goes up in what, maybe four years, three years. Like yeah. we, we need a young goaltender. We need somebody in like, we can't just have Hutchinson coming back every off season.
0: Oh yeah. I know. I mean, the, Hutch has a two year deal, which surprised everybody, but I, I'm curious to see what, what happens with him overall. If he gets taken in the draft, I'm, I can't see him being taken in the draft anyways. Let's get back to the month of March. That was the second half of the month, month of March. Now, Even though majority of the games in March were played before the two breaks, which we already recorded about, you look at the heat, the absolute heat that's been since the return. They had Ottawa 3-2 win. They had Edmonton where they won in an OT with Austin. Matthews with the defensive soccer play of the year. Then Edmonton, the the next game, two days later, the the next game, Edmonton wins 3-2 in overtime. Um, And you know what? This is basically the tale of two teams that are going head-to-head, even though the Leafs own Edmonton this year. they uh, That's really what I expected out of this. their whole series. I expected one goal, overtime, games, the whole, all the games. No, I didn't expect Toronto to shut them out three games straight. You know, I didn't expect any of that stuff. So this is really the Edmonton team I expected to see against the Leafs. Uh, and then, of course, you have the, the um, game against Winnipeg that was last night, which was a... Convincing win. Now, yes, yes Wienerpeg got into a lot of trouble with penalties in the game. I get that the Leafs didn't get any calls in the game against Edmonton. They got a ton of calls, which didn't matter because the power play was garbage, anyways. But they were able to score and then hold Winnipeg. Now, Winnipeg got exposed in this game because trying to figure out something. And the fact is, Winnipeg's top six forwards have no idea how to play offensive defense. They, they looked lost. All, their, all the Leafs' points came from the point. I mean, it started at the point, ended in a goal. I am blown away why more teams haven't figured out Wienerpeg. Wienerpeg because for me, they, they're looking more and more like one-trick pony. And if Hellebuck is out of it, this team's going out first round.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hellebuck is the answer to it all. They just get exposed all the time. You're right. Once the Leafs started playing that system where we were using our speed against the boards, we're passing it back to defense, pass it over. You got Matthews, Marner. You got one guy near the net. They couldn't take it. They just fell into a small little box, and we were just skating circles around them. So, yeah, I'm not necessarily worried about Winnipeg. What I am worried about Winnipeg is there are players like Shifley and stuff who can win the game themselves randomly, or a guy like Hellebuck as a goaltender, he can potentially win a playoff series. So that's what scares me because he is one of the best, no doubt. I think their defense, yeah, they've got some tall bodies and they tried to be fucking tough, but like Marner's pushing them back. How tough can you fucking be? They, uh, They need some work. Paul Maurice, I actually think is a good coach. I like Maurice, so no issues there um and by the way totally wrong about calgary i'm gonna say that fucking now I, <laughs> holy shit but you know what it, you're right it was kind of i was just looking while you were saying that all the scores of the last few games win loss win loss win loss we won against ottawa like i said they bring their best so it doesn't matter that was overtime i'm glad we got that win calgary we split that's a bonus because calgary they're just gonna i don't know they're gonna lose some players in the off season that coach sutter he's not gonna take that yeah Edmonton, That's you're right. That's our main competition. That's who at the end of all of this, I think we're going to face. And they're constantly talking in the media and rightfully so that they need to beat Toronto. Toronto's the team they're looking at. They know they can beat us all that stuff. That's great. They came out. We won the first game against them. Yeah. We lost the second game in what overtime or whatever, but strong two games. We won the first game. And then after losing to Edmonton, they go out get fucking shit kicked by Montreal and we go and beat Winnipeg.
0: Let's go. Yeah. I'll Let's take that go. any day. I'll take. Yeah. And you know it, it goes to show at the end of the day this I call this the Ronda Rousey effect. Ronda Rousey used to run rough shot. This is a fucking sentence that's too hard for me after 3 shots of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey used to run rough shot in her whole division until one girl trained her whole career to beat her. Yeah. Then lost her very Holly Holm lost her very next title defense to Misha Tate because she was only training to beat one person. Edmonton is the same thing. It, Edmonton better hope they play Toronto in the first round, because that's the only chance they have to succeed. If not, they're getting bounced. And I'll tell you this if they have if they get stuck with Montreal, Carrie Price is gonna bring it. And I don't even I hate fucking pumping the brakes on the Montreal Canadiens. but Montreal will beat Edmonton if they if they play the first round against each other calling it now you heard it here first folks
1: i mean you never know you're right like harry price could turn it on they've got even though they're vets guys like shea weber eric stallman they can have a series to themselves i, I the can't fully yeah i can't stand them playing against the guy guys like josh anderson whoever jeff petrie he's a solid defense um yeah. but yeah edmonton man i'm just so glad when we beat them like Connor mcdavid obviously. Yeah. The best player in the world. Best I think player, Austin, hands down Austin's up there, but yeah, Connor McDavid is the best yeah, player.
0: No, a one Connor McDavid first. He's the best player on the planet. Matthews is not far behind, but he is behind, but you know what? McDavid, when, when, when he gets a puck, there's very few times that you're not amazed with what he does. His skating is next level. His puck possession is next level. The, the fact of the matter is he's got one guy to pass to on the team and everybody else is gripping their stick too tight in hopes that they, that, that McDavid doesn't pass to them, pass to anybody else. Yeah. But me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I would. Uh,
1: well, I would love Darnell nurse on the Leafs. I hate playing against them, but that's one guy I want, but, uh, Oh man, I just forgot what I was. Oh, the Leafs, what I was going to say, the two things, by the way, that I've worried about in years past about playoffs, even though, yes, we've never made it, make the jokes, whatever, whatever. But the, defense has been suspect and closing out games. I mean, look at the meme Boston game. Those two things I'm confident in this year. Great defense and the boys seem resilient and can win. Our power play 0 for 22 abysmal and like we just said, goaltending shit. If goaltending and the power play change, honestly, I don't see us losing to anybody in this division in the playoffs.
0: The on- the only person the only team that kind of Gives me a little bit of an irk. And it's not even Boston. It's Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Okay, so moving on. Something I wanted to bring up that I thought was kind of funny. We both put in our show notes. But the Engville curse. Now, <laughs> let, let let me preference it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But the Leafs hadn't won a game when Eng, Pierre Engville has scored in a, 14 months. They hadn't won a game in 14 months when Pierre yeah. Engvel scores a goal. Crazy weird stat. This even includes the David um, Ayers game. It includes the um, Euler game when uh, McDavid broke <laughs> Riley's ankles. This includes um, the Ottawa comeback game. All those like monumental milestone, haunt the rest of my life games. Pierre Engel scored in all those games. Thank goodness the curse was broken when Pierre Engvall scores the weirdest goal all season, a floater that it looks like he kind of knocks with his hand, but doesn't, it it gets behind uh, Mike Smith, uh, Leafs score, at least end up winning the game, curse broken. I mean, it's not the curse of Bambino, I'm not saying that, but this is a pretty heavy duty hoax curse thing that I'm glad is broken because it was too weird of a coincidence.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, just brutal. And, and for any new Leaf fans or anybody just getting into cheering for this team, you're in for a lifetime of memes and being that team. If, Like we've said in the past, if a former Leaf player is coming back, if a guy is on a scoring drought – if he just got traded to that team, anything that could possibly have any type of narrative or storyline will happen against the Leafs. Just be prepared for that. That's 100%. Who we, that's 100%. who we are. It's going to have David Ayers. Exactly. Point pointing case.
0: Also, also yeah. yeah. Right. The right call, picking the Leafs. If you're just, yeah. getting, if you're just starting out, right call oh. it like, perfect time to oh. get in.
1: Best jerseys. absolute. Best yeah.
0: Case.
1: Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. You know, cool <laughs> lineage. Yeah. The 80s. The 80s and skip the eighties, skip the eighties and, you know half of the 90s anyways yeah, okay Harold so Buckle. i want to get into uh buds versus duds and then i want to get into fan questions and comments because we have a lot to cover there too so let's get into buds and duds Bah, start us off who's your main bud okay my main bud zach hyman mm, okay. nice there's just no
1: way he couldn't be on the list and i'm like Maybe I shouldn't include him because he's such an obvious answer if you've been watching the Leafs.
0: Especially but he's so hot right now.
1: Yo, man. Oh, that Hyman's so hot right now. This guy <laughs> absolutely on point, man. I I'm, listen to Overdrive and all these other shows, and they're like comparing him to Nugent Hopkins or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. What that guy brings, it's not points. It's heart. It's grit. It's hustle. It's everything you want out of a blue-collar
0: player. Not only that, but How about loyalty? Like this guy is loyal to his team. Like he's not looking for the next big contract. He's not looking to score any winning races. All he wants to do is be the best teammate. I love it. Great pick.
1: And, and And here's the truth about him. He does deserve a pay raise. And he could have played himself off of this Leafs team. And I truly, because he's a good guy, man, as long as he doesn't go to Montreal or Ottawa, like I wouldn't necessarily be pissed off I would be so upset but I wouldn't be pissed off at him if he left with saying that I actually think Hyman has a chance being one of those guys I know I'm a fan biased where he would actually choose staying with this team because he thinks he can win a cup with the Maple Leafs he's been here he'll take the five million dollars because maybe we trade out Kurt Foote we move some stuff around we give him five five and a half so I actually think there's a chance and I know I'm being hopeful and I hope but he's so good, and he's that type of player. He's like Chris Kunitz. Yeah, Kunitz didn't deserve to go onto Team Canada and be with Sidney Crosby, but he makes those type of players better because he gets them the puck, and they don't have to be as physical and worn out and tired from doing all the gritty.
0: Yes, yeah, you're exactly right, and and honestly, I, I, what I see with Hyman is if he stays, one-year deal, sweetheart deal, with some kind of incentives as well, and I really believe. Zach Hyman, if the Leafs go deep, but don't get the job done, I can see him going back, coming back for on a one year deal or two year deal, something where he can still make his coin at some point. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love the Hyman for a pick. My number one, bud, obviously a M three, five baby, You baby, three, four, three, four. You said yeah. Three, four. four. I don't know what I'm talking about. The shot <laughs> kicking in. Um, <laughs> My man, I'm telling you, I love, I love, love, love Austin Matthews coming into his own. Listen, rookie year, rookie year. We're like, what do you expect? We're looking at fucking grainy footage from Switzerland. What do you expect with this guy? First game in, lights of fucking Ottawa shit turds for four goals. It still loses the game, whatever. But that was a little sample size. Yeah, this guy isn't scoring hat tricks. This guy's getting two or three point games. This guy is gonna get over 50 and 50. I'm calling it, man. I said at the beginning of the season, 50 and 50, baby, let's go. <laughs> AM34, he, my done. man. He's he's, he's making so, this a, year his. He my my biggest
1: fear keeps me up at night is that he's gonna leave us at the end of the five year contract, go to Arizona. Like I want Arizona to not be in the NHL. Because if yeah. they failed, they're not, then I think he just stays with us, hopefully, for his entire career because yeah. he will be the best Leaf player of all time.
0: Or, or he goes to Los Angeles. Because oh. remember, he, is, he, he, he was born in California. You
1: know, so. The thing about Austin, man, I want him to stay on the Leafs. And you can say we're the biggest market, media, advertising for hockey. But he's like the one of the first southern superstars, Mexican heritage. Like he would do so well in the southern market and, and be an ESPN poster boy now that they got the right. For, sure. for sure. For <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, you know, you're not wrong to say that. And even, I'll tell you this, if there's a cup in in that five-year contract so we're what year one or year two in that contract yeah yeah so but even if he if there's a cup and he's gone i can live <laughs> i won't be happy but i'll live
1: i'm i'm telling everybody this now and i think everybody who's a true sports fan agrees about their team i will take the next 20 years of shit if i get one <laughs> <up>. i don't <laughs> care
0: I mean, I you are an Eagles fan as well, so that kind of lays hey, that out there.
1: I, yeah, and guess what? I got a Raptors and the Eagle Championship in the last few years, so I'm There you go. AFC. Yeah. I need Blue Jays to come back and get a win. Like, I Well, just they're
0: undefeated, people. so.
1: Like, the Leafs are the only team in my life who have it.
0: <laughs> okay, moving on. Who is, uh, who is? do you want to go Bud, Dud, Bud, Dud, or just Bud? Let's go just Buds and then Duds.
1: Okay, so okay. my number two Bud, he wears the C. John Tavares. JTO. I, yeah, I believe I had as a dud before. Yeah. But like said, when he gets close to the playoffs and of the season, this man warms up. Yes, he's not the fastest, but Anthony, those hands that this guy has, weaving in two, three guys, getting that puck to Willie, the way he can just turn on a dime – I love JT, man. I am so glad that that guy is wearing the blue and white. He has to be a bud for me. Not that it's redemption necessarily, but I mean, he's just playing lights out on second line. Like they're just clicking. Those hands, oh, just so soft.
0: You know, I I like that he, you see him more comfortable. You know, like I think the first couple months he was just being a professional, uh, kind of going through the motions, trusting the process. But I think now, the hands are there. The lay. The feet are there. I think the shots there. And, you, and he's not like he's taking abuse. Like for I, I was I was having a hard time dealing with everybody giving him shit because of yeah. I mean he's not getting two goals every night and whatever. But this guy's getting the shit kicked out of him. You saw the headlock against in the Edmonton Passed games
1: and hit. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Like I mean, like he he's getting beat up. But the reason why he's getting beat up is because he's giving. Willie style, some room to move. He's giving him a dance floor to cut a rug. Yeah, he always has the puck. Yeah.
1: Always. Everybody's dishing to him because JT has that hockey IQ that you need. Mm.
0: Very good point. Uh, Bud number two for me. He wears the A on his chest. Mr. Eminem himself, Mitch Marner. Huge, huge Mitch Marner. Now, I give you shit. I was texting you during the last game saying – Mitch Marner needs to fucking hit the gym because he's getting pushed around. And, <laughs> yeah, and you did. know, like, it was really fucking I, – I can't – I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it was really bothering me how easily people were manhandling Mitch Marner. And I get it, that's part of his game because he is a smaller dude. But, like, I just want him to be – you know, like, you gotta, like Theo Flurry was a small guy, but even though he got pushed around, he fucking gave you a two-hander when you skated by – I don't say I need that of Mitch Marner, but what I do need is like, hey, if someone like broad arms him and flattens him, I want Bogosian, I want Simmons, I want I want someone to go there and crack a neck. Yeah, fucking free adjustment. Here we go. Bam! Let's make this happen. Yeah,
1: I couldn't agree more with your bud choice. And and you know what though, He, he he's had a pep in his step the last few games, like Winnipeg last night. Dude, he was pushing back in that scrum when Matthews and them, they were in the corner. Like he, He's pushing his weight around. It's not a lot of weight. It's mm-hmm. not a lot of weight, and it's not his job to defend himself. Yeah, you know what? Be a man. Sometimes defend yourself. And I think he has been, which is great. And I Mitch has had a wonderful season, man. He is such a stud. But you're, it's Bogosian Simmer, like you said. It's their job. When you see Mitch get hit, you look at the guy and you go, next shift, we're fucking going.
0: Yeah. And, and not only that, but can we just talk? It's probably going to be the artwork for this episode. But the fucking ankle breaking, splitting the D, best move I have seen him pull all season. Dipsy dude, slight toe drag around. I don't even know who this defender was in Wienerpeg. But this guy's doing the splits. Check the artwork because you'll see it. My man. Ripping groins, breaking hearts, scoring goals. Mitch Marner, bud number two. Let's go, baby. Woo! <laughs> Woo!
1: Ooh, volume check there uh listeners uh yeah just at, he's so filthy man the hand him and jt the hands-on like just crazy love it. absolutely crazy okay so my final bud leaf legend old man jason spezza vintage vintage this guy i mean he's been i think he might have been a bud in every episode we've done so far this season there's not a lot more to say the hands the the fact that he will retire if he goes to any other team. So he just wants to play for the Leafs. I never thought I'd say this truly in my life, but I love Jason Spezza. And and (laughs) I I would die for this man. I'll fight for You've got a soldier.
0: You know, I I, I love it. I think you're right. Spets is just Mississauga's own, Mm. you know, dude, I, you know, like you, I worked in the rinks too. And I worked at the Hershey center. Now it's named like the Paramount center, but I watched Jason Spezza play for the Mississauga ice dogs. And to know 20-some-odd years later, he'd be playing for the Maple Leafs, scoring goal, especially that that weird bump in his career where he played for Ottawa, whatever that was. (laughs) Um, The fact that this guy, A, is probably playing the best hockey he's played in a couple of years. I'm not saying ever, but he is on fire right now. And what I think I love the most about him is the fact that the team kind of gets it. They're like, this dude is, like, I don't know what's going on. like. HGH. I don't know what this guy is taking, but he is playing like he did when he was 22 years old. I love it. So great pick. Um, my last bud, my third bud, and we talked a little bit about him. Jackie Soup, Erstar Campbell. Yeah. I I am happy for this dude because of the injury. Um, I'm happy for him because. He, Great guy. Everyone talks about how he is, like they even bring it up in the broadcast. He's always tapping his, his defenseman. He's always, you know, the positive guy in the room. I can appreciate that for sure. The fact that Jackie Superstar is just 7 and 0 when he's in net for the Leafs warms my heart. The fact that we have a guy who's reliable makes me happy. Is he a little froggy? Yes. But is he 7 0? Yes. That's 14 more points in the bank, baby. Let's go. Woo! yeah
1: i i would love to totally admit on an episode in a couple years that i was fucking wrong because he he all of a sudden got super healthy he became a starter he worked out that's great i love subi great guy the team plays for him and they love him again man i don't even want to shit on him right now and say i i don't think he's a starter but uh just great overall he's just played
0: amazing i love it i love it all right my man hit me with some dudes
1: so my first stud is Travis Dermott.
0: Damn, you're yeah. good.
1: Yeah, the guy played eight minutes pretty much last night. And Bogosian has been such a stud. He's been a bud on previous episodes for us. So we already know how well he's played for the contract. And Dermott, I think, hasn't been good enough to be his linemate. Like, you know what? Timothy Lilligren is lighting up the AHL. Or maybe if we do this trade everybody's talking about, we bring in a, a bottom six defenseman. Because I I had such high hopes, but man, Dermott doesn't... He's not looking like the answer. And he's looking like he's playing out of Keith's system.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree. Actually, I had him as my number one. I'm going to use something else for my number one. But um, I had him as my number one, too. Because you're right, he's been eating shit lately. And I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but... I think he he saw all the defensive signings, mm. you know, he saw Bogosian get signed. He saw Brody get signed. He saw um, Le- Lithuan get, oh, fuck, that's not his name. Lennon. Lennon, thank you, get signed. Like, he saw other defensemen get signed. And he was used to playing 15 to 20 minutes a game last season. He's thinking to himself, well, where am I going to fit into this equation? Plus, I don't have a contract. So for everyone sign a contract, once he signs his contract, he's kind of like the odd man out. And you know it breaks my heart because you know what? Bogosian may not be here next season. I hope he is, but he may not be here next season. Season. So where does Dermot fit into long term plans if he even does? I or don't think- d- does Dermot become trade bait? Yes. You know, like because because that's it. And you know what? it kills me because you know what's going to happen is like the um, who's that dude that the Leafs had? Uh, he ended up going to New York, then ended up winning the cup in Tampa. Stall. Um, oh uh, yeah, it starts with an S. Yeah, Stal— not Stalworth, but um. Oh, this anyways, is the hell out. A- a- um, Anton. Yeah, Strawman. Stalb- Strom- Strawman. Strawman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, is it a scenario where, where this guy just blossoms in another div- in another um, system? I don't. I don't know. But my fear is this guy is a legit blue chipper. My biggest fear. Who knows? What if he gets straight to Edmonton and him and McDavid rekindle their love? And then all of a sudden, he's just lighting it up. Like, that's what my big fear is. So, whatever the case is, McDermott, pick your fucking socks up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Fine. If he leaves and he picks up his career, then good for him. Kudos, man. You're an NHLer. But you know what? Not saying he's like this, but since Randy, Carla, like Randy, Ron Wilson, there's been so many mentally weak players where we've just, I, I don't need that. So, if he saw the defensive signings or whatever and he's out, then see ya, man. Because I, yeah, yeah. I, him and Justin Hall have switched. He, he's no longer the top four chipper prospect. And Sandine, Lilligren, whoever else in the prospect system, there's guys that are moving ahead of him.
0: So. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to flip-flop mine, even though uh, I'll take a hit on that. I'm going to use the goalie situation as my dud because it, it gives me heartburn. It bothers me every time I see a shitty goal go in. And I, I get it, man. Like the pressure that these guys are on because they're in the biggest spotlight in, in the sport. I get it. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Like, you know, I had this epiphany the other day where it's like, that's why they have so many Leaf, pl- uh, sorry, American-born Leaf players. It's because almost they enjoy that attention. Like they've got that attention their whole career. Like I am blown away by how many Americans are on the team. And I don't think it's like, those it kind of sounds like wacky. But like if, it, if they were Russians, I'd say Russians, you know, like, the Leafs have a lot of guys from Ontario. They got a couple other Canadians. Then they got like seven or eight Americans on their team, like one Russian and like two Swedes, like, and one dude from Denmark. Like It's like it's kind of crazy how many Americans are on this team, but I, I firmly believe they have the bravado to like take the limelight where a lot of these Canadian kids may not be interested in that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is but it seems like the American players play well in Canada, in Toronto.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just kind of been used to having American players since Brian Burke came in, and the whole U.S. national team he was a part of, you know, Kessel, yeah. there were a bunch of Americans brought in. So I'm kind of used to it at, at this point.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, and, and the Americans are becoming better hockey players, and, you know, like... Dude, they are my biggest fear for the Olympics.
1: <laughs> Pat, Patty Kane, Austin Matthews, Jack, yeah. like all these guys on Blake
0: the Blake Wheeler,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Thank God we've got McDavid. We've got Nathan McKinnon. We'll have Crosby. Crosby wearing the C. Like I still think we're number one, but man, America is my biggest, they're our biggest rival for the Olympics or any competition.
0: You're not wrong. All right. Hit me with another dud.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with uh, jumbo. I know he's been for us before, but man, for the guy who him and his agent kind of come out nonchalantly and say like, you know, we were promised first line minutes. That's why we came to the Maple Leafs. Like we were going to be a bigger part. It's like, dude, you're, you're just not there. If he's willing to accept like a fourth line role, then great, but not necessarily that I want Jumbo to go out, but, but he's not helping the first and second line when he's on them. He's almost entering them to a point because you know what? He was one of the best passers, maybe of all time, but at least in the recent few decades, it's not there anymore. There are times where he's in our zone, you know, he gets the puck, all of a sudden it's through his legs, he starts looking, like, clumsy and a bit slow, gets it, and he kind of, it's just not working.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I had him at number three. You're exactly right. Jumbo. (laughs) Me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're back, you're back. You? was that me uh, I don't know was it me I don't know was it me was it you was it I was hey. me okay go on okay yeah so I, I missed what you finished with
1: oh okay uh, so I was just saying Jumbo like he had just played out of his style you know he'd lose the puck in our zone sometimes he'd look a bit sloppy when the puck's uh, in his feet And he just doesn't look as fast. He used to be one of the best passers in the league. And now it's not there. And if that's like the biggest part of his game and it's not there, you can't be promised the big minutes that he said he was promised. And and it's just not working out. So,
0: yeah, I agree, too. Like I said, I had him I had him as my number three dud. He's just looking a little out of place. And it, it hurts me to say, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, the, the last thing I'm going to say when it comes to my buds and duds, because we we're almost in parallel, I wanted to throw Brody in there as like a half boat because I, I do feel like he's been looking a little off, and really? he's made a couple judgment calls that uh, have led to goals, so that kind of threw me for a loop. I know it's just, you know, blipping on the radar, but for me at the end of the day, I'm going to put him in there because there's almost no other options because this team's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, um, so this is going to be my first disagreement with you because I've really liked Brody's play. I almost had Captain Mo as a dud. Now, wow. I, I, mean, I not, not I, wrong. Yeah, I know Morgan Riley 23 assists, a couple of goals, he's the leading defensive point, but he is not producing what we expect Morgan Riley to produce, and that's why I think he's a dud. I actually think. Brody has been a more than competent partner a a great partner he's made some quiet great moves yeah there's been a few issues here and there and I think that those are highlighted because he doesn't have a guy like Giordano who's more defensive sound to back him up he's got like a guy like Mo who's already in the rush with him or you know he's already moved up so I think sometimes uh it's highlighted but I I've been loving Brody's play if anything I would say Mo needs to step up a bit
0: yeah, you know, that, that's not a bad call either. I think Morgan Riley, um, how do I say this? I think he's hit his plateau when it comes to offensive output. I don't think you're going to see him light it up any more than he kind of does now. He's kind of like 8 to 14 goals a season and his like 40 to 50 assists, whatever, or 40 to 30 to 40 assists. I, I can't see him past that, to be honest. But, you know, I, I'm always looking to be proven wrong, as my wife says, so I'm go okay with that. Um, okay. You ready for some Instagram survey slash questions? Yep. Yep. Okay.
1: That's good buddy. Let's hear from the So team. let's start.
0: So I asked, will the Leafs pull off a big trade? Like I'm talking top six forward, top four D or a goalie. 40% of people said yes. 60% said no. Where do you fall in this, my man? I don't see it happening.
1: Well, just like I said, last episode, I'm going to say, yeah, but I mean the big trade thing, it's kind of like relative, right? Because yeah, I think that they're going to get a top six forward, potentially a guy who's going to go into the second line left wing. Is that a guy like, maybe do they go like Nick Foligno, a somewhat bigger name, veteran presence? Are they going to go for like, well, Raquel just got absolutely conked out. So he's not the answer. Uh, Do you go for, you know, one of these guys on New Jersey? Like, there's a couple of options. Do I think they're going to get a top six forward? Yeah, I, I do. There, Maybe there's going to be a, a defenseman coming back who's going to play with Bogos or maybe he's going to be an AHLer. So big trade, you're not going to get a name where it's going to be the head of like the Toronto Sun, Toronto Star. Everybody's going to be going nuts like, oh, man, I can't believe we got them. Maybe We, we a got them. Yeah. We like, got maybe Taylor can... Hall. Exactly. I don't think Taylor Hall is coming, man. So I think it yeah. could be – Like if we're going to shoot for the stars, I could see someone like, you know, David Savard on Columbus or something like that. So it's not going to be a massive name where everybody like, but, but, you know, really deep knowledge, hockey or Leaf fans are going to be like, man, what a solid pickup. Yeah. That's a top six guy. So yes, I do.
0: Fair enough. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad someone has faith in it. Moving (laughs) on. How good slash bad has a month of March been for the Leafs? 24% of people said good, which I was in that uh and 76 percent people said it was bad
1: yeah i mean seven and six so definitely not where they should be playing so yeah i I would agree i i'm pretty sure i voted bad too but you know what we finished in first so if this is what bad is then i'll fucking take it because if we dominate in april then this is just gonna be like that was when we played our worst we were in first the whole time remember
0: yeah not only that but we played three games in two weeks so Yeah. yeah um Another month in first place, will the Leafs finish the month of April in first? 79% of people said yes, which I actually, was it duh or nope? And 79% of people said duh, obviously. 21% said nope. I mean, the way the Leafs are firing this moment right now, who knows what happens hockey night when they play uh, winner-peg again. I mean, i got to imagine the pegs going to be coming out very forcibly, no lube ready to be inserted. So at the end of the day, it's going to be, I think I think Saturday is going to be a tough game. Regardless of what happens, even if they split it with Wienerpeg, I'm still okay with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I said duh too. And it's just like I said in our very first episode this season, I think it's going to be incredibly close. I think we're going to finish first. Absolutely. And I think we're going to have a great April. I mean, goaltending health, that is like the main. Thing behind this like we need that and we need our power play to get but I think we're going to finish first I think second is going to be Edmonton third Winnipeg or maybe they switch and it's going to be close like it's going to be yeah. say four points behind us three points behind us or it's going to just it's going to be a battle for the rest like this is playoff hockey pretty much and yeah I think we're going to finish first
0: nice all right will Freddie Anderson finish the season with the Leafs 65% stand with Freddie he will be a Leaf 35% said free Freddie.
1: Okay. So what exactly is their trade scenario? The 35% going for an injured Freddie right now. And what do we get in return? Yes. Are you admitting that Hutchinson and Campbell are going to win us the cup? Cause you mentioned the team before Tampa, Boston. I mean, you look at any of these divisions. Yeah. Maybe we dominate the North, but that doesn't get us the cup. So Freddie is our answer. I mean, unless Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go out there and go to Carolina, get James Reimer back here? Is he the answer? Are you going to go for an older guy like uh, Jonathan Quick, who might, who like, who knows? No, if he's healthy, it, it has to be Freddie. And unfortunately, maybe he doesn't do it this year and he's gone in the summer. Yeah, definitely. I could see that happening and we move on, but this is his make or break season. If he's healthy, what, what do we get for him? What do we bring back?
0: Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, I, I was agreeing. I think Freddie's going to be the answer as well. Um, but I was kind of blown away by this, this, I mean, this isn't like a runaway, like 65% isn't a runaway. So I'm kind of surprised that some people think that he's still on the way out. Moving on. My favorite question, will Matthews get 50 in 50, 33% said 50, 67, our least favorite number, Sixty seven said not after fifty.
1: Yeah, my uh my brother's a massively fan, like you and I. He knows everything he thinks you're fucking delirious with this. He laughs all the time <laughs> when I say that you say fifty. Like I said before, I don't see it happening. I still don't see it happening. I think his windows kind of closed. I'm not saying he's not gonna man, it's tough. You you say fifty still.
0: Yeah, I'm still I'm still in. And you know why? Because he ha- A, he hasn't hit a hat trick yet which is, like, this weird, like, bump in the road that I think once he hits a hat trick, I think the guy, I think the locker room's going to be kind of, like, a little bit more like, you fucking finally got the fucking hat trick, monkey off the back, he's going to just feel a little looser. I don't know, I just feel like 50 and 50, it's just so nice, you got to say it twice, 50 and 50, let's go, baby.
1: So, I don't see it happening, but I'll tell you right now, if it does happen, I'm taking you out for a fucking steak dinner, because if he gets 50, 50- that means that this whole team is firing on all cylinders, and he's playing the best hockey he's played all season, which is incredible to yeah. say. And yeah, that uh, question before about will we finish in first—that's your answer. If he's on his mark to fifty, then it's, yeah, yeah, we are.
0: I'll wear I'll wear red underwear if you take me out for a steak dinner.
1: Well, I didn't say is, we're killing <laughs> after. I just said dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is there a scenario where the Leafs trade John Tavares? Eighty one percent said not a chance. Sixty sorry. Nineteen percent said only for a key piece.
1: Yeah. Eighty one percent of you. Way to go. You guys kind of understand hockey and like (laughs) good job. I'm I'm sure you guys probably aren't uh, Vancouver or Montreal fans. So the 19 (laughs) percent Montreal, Ottawa and Vancouver fans. Absolutely ridiculous take. I don't see anybody who would like okay, where are you going to send them to? What, yeah, a I, Southern team with like that has the cap room, and they're going to take on a 31, 32-year-old John Tavares. I hate to break this to people, but I'm pretty sure John Tavares has a bit of power in, in this organization to say, no, I'm not fucking going, and that's why he yeah. signed. No, it's. Not I think happening.
0: you're right. I had to put that question out to see, to see if people were paying attention. I should Moving blame you. Moving on. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I you percent. I'm blaming you. Who will the Trumley Police play in the first round? Montreal, Wiener Edmonton, or Calgary? Now, I'm going to take this one quick moment to say, listeners from Calgary, thank you for the huge bump in listenership. Uh, and we just shit the, on the flames of all the last pod. So thank you for listening. Hey, Appreciate I chose it. the flames.
1: second at the start. That's why they're
0: listening. <laughs> all right. 50% said Montreal, um, 30% said Wiener uh, 20% said, Ed, oh, sorry, 20% said Calgary and uh, 10% said Edmonton. Uh, I don't know. I believe it's Winnipeg. I think the leagues are going to play Winnipeg in the first round. I think there's a team, whether it be Edmonton or Calgary, that sneaks into second, which gives Toronto third or fourth place to play against. And I think it's going to be Winnipeg.
1: Yeah. So, I more as an insult to last night, I actually chose Winnipeg too in the draft. I would love nothing more in my life than to play Montreal. It's the scariest playoff match because if we lose Montreal in the playoffs, we will never hear the end of this. Never,
0: never. In our lives. It's been so long. It's been so long.
1: Yeah, it's going to be absolute mayhem. Like, I'll just, I might quit this fucking pod.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, I, I
1: I think it's Winnipeg. I agreed with you. And you know what, man? Like they are kind of shitting the bed. I don't know if ham and cheese and all the. I still love Sean Monahan, but I wish Calgary. Fuck, I, you know I hate playing against them. I would love to play against Calgary. Yeah, I would love to play against Calgary in the playoffs. Let's fucking. They're their are little rat shit that they do
0: <laughs>
1: What is with that Freudian? He needs that thing out of his mouth constantly. Why is Simmer or somebody on the Leafs or anybody in the NHL? Not grab that mouth guard when he's clenched down and rip out some teeth with it. <laughs> Why are you not doing that?
0: I, I don't I don't get it either, but it has to be one of those weird things. Like Some baseball players don't do up their batting gloves when they go to, to bat. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't know.
1: He's like the only okay. guy in his 20s who's still teething like a baby. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Him and his brother, actually. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Is Galchenyuk fitting in? 83% of people said yes. Three or four games in. I get it. 83 all on board.
1: Yeah. Again, 83%. You guys get hockey, man. It's pretty smart. I love all of you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, like we said before, he, he's played well. I mean, do I think he's a second liner right now? No, I don't think he's a second liner. Has he played well on the second line? Has he made Tavares and Willie look good and that line's clicking with chemistry? Fucking right. So, yeah. you know what? I don't know if we do. Like, I still think we're going to bring in a second liner forward. That, if Galley's still on the team and, you know, maybe he played himself into being a trade piece. I'm sure maybe he still wants to play for this Leafs because it's an organization. But I wonder what he would do on kind of a third line, more checking. And if that would affect his gameplay, because he's a bit more on the offensive play, which is his strong suit right now. Yeah, so you're right. For now, he's fitting in.
0: All right. So now we move into some questions. And the, the first question I posed was, why do people hate the Leafs? Uh, at Trollman Kyle, says, because they're constantly playoff failures.
1: I thought about this, and I did the, the hate us because they ain't us, which we've talked about multiple times. Right. I'm actually going to take the high road and say I hate okay. the question this time. Okay. We're in first place. We're the class of this division, and everybody's looking up to us while we're pissing on them. So I think we need to have a little bit of dignity. So okay. I, I am just gonna say you know what I'm enjoying the win the Leafs are playing well and uh,
0: all right my dude the next question comes from at the Doja Malone what up Doja yes he said okay so the question was uh, why do people hate the Leafs and then he responded they like <laughs> they, <what? laughs> because they don't like to rake they what because they don't like to rake. What does that mean? I think what he that? means like, like leaves on the ground, not lease.
1: Oh man! Okay, now I get it. Doge.
0: Doge is too. Doge is too high right now. That's... No, no, no.
1: Yeah. Okay. First off, Doge. Don't know who you are, but you probably spoke some great Asian. Uh, great dad joke. Absolutely on point. So yeah. I guess now
0: yeah. you got me. Beautiful. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so the next one, uh, hate us, cuz ain't us. Uh, Dan uh, at Dano the Mano sixteen says, uh, "Being the most popular in the country brings us a lot of hate." He's not wrong. Um, he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, can't disagree
1: with that. You know what? We are the number one, so the media covers us constantly. We're the biggest fan base in canada so guess what we're probably gonna have the biggest number of idiots as well it's just majority number so there's nothing you can do about it just like every fan base has a bad reputation with other fans so you can't help it yeah i agree all right I scott, we should hear more from him we should hear
0: more yeah thanks dan uh <laughs> at scott reed says uh they hate us because they ain't us where have i heard that before
1: a man after my own heart a man yeah. after my own heart
0: at Chalupa Cabre 52 says, oh center of the universe, so many annoying fans. I think you just answered that, so I think that's fine to say.
1: Thank you for admitting center of the universe. I really appreciate that we have that on the record from Chalupa. Yeah. Thanks, thank buddy. You. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
0: now we know. See you at Hockey <laughs> Town. Um, at Pados, my my hair, because they hate themselves yes yeah yeah <laughs> dagger yeah. Hi-ya, hi-ya.
1: wow uh, absolutely astounding how brilliant these guys are and i will say like we said before i think there are guys out there who hate the leafs more than they love their own team which is really mm. sad and i know some of you are admitting it to yourself like oh i think he's yeah. talking to me i think he's talking about
0: okay me. At undrafted kobe four, uh little brother syndrome everyone takes a back seat to the crown jewel of the league. Uh, Brian Burke, quote there, and I like it. And it's not wrong. I mean, if you have a little brother, you know, like they're all, they're like the little annoying Chihuahua. Dave, I love you, but you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, Vancouver, I mean, case in point, they're just trying to take our players left, right, and center. So, uh, yeah. They took your Yeah, it's that little brother where he's beside us watching us play video games we're not going to let him play, but yeah, he can watch us, you know, he's just not really there.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, at Skyler D Fran says they good. He's right. <laughs> what? a
1: yeah, absolutely. Complex. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> love it. I agree. At, at Michael or guru, guru, a guru. What up? My guru. You are too but- many. Yeah. Sorry. I am no good reading. Fucking butcher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too many vetoes from Woodbridge. <laughs> I, don't I don't see a problem with that. Um, uh, at former, ge- former guest of the podcast, uh, at Christian underscore camarada says, uh-huh. because they're insecure and jealous of the skill they have and would wish for it. Not wrong. And if you want to check out Christian, check out the boys from 98. Blowing up on TikTok, over two million followers. What's up, Christiano? Yo, what up, Christian? Yeah, yeah. I,
1: Christian, all these other guys. I agree with everything they say because these fans, they can't stand that the Leafs have been shit for so long, but we're the, still the biggest fan base because you yeah. love the team. Like, there's there's just a love for this team that they just wish other people would have for their team, and it's like you're an afterthought. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. You you guys are in Manitoba. And 16,000 people are in the arena and nobody's outside because there's nobody else that lives in Manitoba. So yeah.
1: people are, are wanting it? to go to Churchill for polar bears instead of seeing a Jets game. Like who are you? <laughs> come on.
0: Uh, at Fudgetown says, cause their fans suck. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool. And we to suck. all
0: those. Yeah.
1: And to all the, yeah. To all the sucky fans, come on over to Toronto. We embrace mm-hmm. everybody. You join a family. A That's family. right.
0: Yeah. We're not here for us. We're here for you.
1: That's right. This is yeah. This isn't for us, guys.
0: This is for you. at Maddie the fifth deep oh, pockets oh. history of losing limelight and Canada's team proclamation.
1: I didn't agree with the first four, mats, but this fifth Matt, this guy's making <laughs> sense.
0: <laughs> I like this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the deep pockets thing doesn't isn't relevant anymore because yeah, the
1: salary cap kind of nega- yeah. Yes, we do. Now, we do have the best training facilities, and we can put money into, like, you know, the product outside of the ice, but the NHL in the last few years seems to want to restrict that and not let us have any advantage, so I don't really see what the fucking point is of having money. We might as well just be broke like Arizona. Just yeah. let the NHL run us like a charity.
0: Um, you know, the history of losing, I mean, fine. You want to talk about the last 60 years? Yeah, that's a case. I get it, but listen, all – Bad times come to an end, and if Razor Ramon taught us anything, it's that bad guys don't last forever, but bad guys do. So, yeah.
1: and and who and who gives a shit? For for me, it's been thirty years of losing. My pretty much the '90s I grew up in, it, the least were good, except for a, a stretch right there in the middle. But pretty much went from that young like uh, Burns team, then we went to the Quinn era, and we were close. We almost went there with Carolina. It was just the last decade or whatever has been shit. So I don't care about the whole 67 thing. I wasn't around. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I would say for 2015 was the, I mean the lowest cause they, they finished almost in the bottom, but they tanked or a check. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 14, 2014. Yeah. yeah. They tanked to get Austin Matthews and then instantly the team went to the playoffs next year and everything was like, yeah, fine. they they got the last couple playoff runs knocked out the first round. They weren't, they weren't there yet. They, okay. uh, look at Washington.
1: Yeah, know? okay. And, and, okay, Montreal won it in 93, and then Calgary and Edmonton, okay, in the 80s. Big whoop. How, how many of our listeners were you of a competent age? Maybe some, but not right. all. Right. Most are probably around our age. You're a young kid, so you can kind of – Latch on to that nostalgia memory, but you guys haven't done shit. Montreal since '83, nobody's done anything. The best is Edmonton and Calgary both went to a finals and you fucking lost. And I was cheering for you guys both that time. It did suck. It was bullshit, especially the Calgary series. And I loved Ryan Smith on Edmonton, but you guys haven't done anything. So for all these guys to talk shit, you know who can talk shit? Boston can talk shit. Washington beat us in the playoffs. They can talk shit to an extent. Montreal can kind of talk shit just because of 23 cups and they're the only team ahead of us. But we're second most. So what do you guys yeah. have on us? Okay, Gretzky years. Great. Okay.
0: On. Next, moving on. At Dave D. Fran says, jealousy. Yep. Jealousy or heard. secretly love them. And this is a superstitious strategy to win. I like that. That's kind of playing on what Kyle does in, in the group chat. I like that. Uh, and he, I don't think he's wrong. I think people love to hate the Leafs. So that's it. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah what? <laughs> the last one. <laughs> Bad parenting. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. So the next question I put out there was, yeah. why do people hate Leaf fans? Because that's a natural progression. Um, this one got similar responses. Uh, again, at Troman Kyle says, they don't, they hate the media. We laugh at Leaf fans as they get their hopes up every year. Um.
1: Yeah, solid take from a rival fan. I can't argue with that. I fucking hate our media too, and I laugh at your misfortune. So, man, you got to do the same. So,
0: I respect the answer. Back to the super high, the Doja Malone. At the Doja Malone, (laughs) we the hypest.
1: Yeah, straight up. That's why they hate us. Doja, 300%, buddy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Peanut butter and jelly of us. Not wrong. They don't understand us. (laughs) <laughs> they don't under, they just don't you don't get us you don't okay. get me bro
1: yeah pff, i'm going to my room you just don't get us
0: now this one's spelt correctly okay. hate us because they ain't us yeah yeah they yeah. do
1: hate us because they are not us that is very correct
0: i love no it. no no oh sorry. Oh, oh anus yes yeah. Yeah. yeah um again dave d Fran says because they overly love their team Hmm. and the last one they've been hurt before that's why they hate the fans because they've been hurt before we've all been hurt we've all been together
1: and cheer you know what by the way a new conspiracy from uh the last question with dave i think everybody in this country is just born either a leaf or a hab fan and then you just choose not to be that fan so
0: you choose a different team but you're born you got it yeah not wrong like you, you get to pick the american league or the national league that's it <laughs> um, last question was, hey, do we miss anything? Questions, comments, blah blah blah. Uh, we're gonna go back to the Doja Malone because he seems to be the uh, the hot hot <laughs> the hot fire breathing dragon. He says, "Go, Lisco, go. Go, go, And
1: anybody listening, check out Doja Malone, man. That guy spits fire. Great music, I will say that. Check him out.
0: Next, we're gonna go back to Dano the Mano sixteen. He says, "Fuck the Habs."
1: Wow, um,
0: not wrong. Yeah.
1: Honestly, that kind of just blew my mind about how right he is. That's insane. Yeah. Wow,
0: yeah, I fuck, think fuck he's a Habs. prophet. Yeah, I, I
1: can see that. It, uh, yeah, fuck the Habs. Yeah, I got it.
0: Um, at Pados, my hair says, "Can the Leafs win it all with the current goalie situation?"
1: A uh, great question. I mean, we discussed it a bit before. If Freddie can get back in form and we have any kind of health, then yes, I do. I, I think this team's really strong, and I think this is the year with the North Division.
0: But absolutely, it, it relies solely on the goaltending right now. And uh, we'll end it off. Is this the last one? I think it is. Uh, with undrafted Kobe Four says, "Of Matthews goes down with a major injury. With well, at least if Matthews goes down with a major injury, um, with at least fall." I, I don't know. Uh, I want to say yes, because Matthews has just been like the catalyst this year. But maybe not, because that team's still really fucking loaded.
1: Yeah, it, it would be an obvious big hit. A massive hit to us. If we can get the power play going, I do think that this team is deep enough that we can still make a solid playoff run without him. Obviously, we don't want that. But uh I mean, what what would you do? So I guess you move Tavares up to first line. Yeah. So that's going to, and Tavares and Marner have a history of playing well together. Hyman can pretty much play there. So yeah, I think, I think it is doable. Fuck, don't even put that juju in the air.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And uh, not only that too, but I think if Matthew goes down, this team really becomes a one line team and you're you're in the same boat as Edmonton and uh, other one line teams.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I guess besides the point that Spezza might become the greatest first-line center of all time if that happens.
0: That's an option, too. Uh, bah, this is it for this episode. Leaf edition number six. Smart. I hate smart. Um, <laughs> Smarch. Uh, anything you want to end off with before we, we ride into the sunset of beautiful April where rainy showers and new green grass form. And the Leafs rise to the top.
1: Leafs are going to the top, baby. Go Leafs, go. First Jays win of the season against the Yankees. Raptors are shit in the bed. Check out for an NBA new Raptors episode coming in the next few weeks. I've got mustard coming up soon with the boys. Some movie reviews. Some terrible movies. Absolutely brutal. I don't know what happened to the movie review section. They keep trying to one-up each other. But besides that, going full-blown sports. It's a let's go, baby.
0: Leafs, let's go. We're in it to win it, baby. I yeah. gotta say, you know, um, there's argument that this might be the best leaf team of our our lifetime. And you know, that ninety-three team, that ninety-three-94 team for me is very special because it's like me learning about hockey and Gilmore and Clark, Andrew Chuck, like all these guys were, were amazing. But this team is coming really, really close to finding that spot in my heart. And I'm gonna have to knock down some walls to put up some leaf memorabilia if that's the case. Um I am amped up. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I think we own the North. We raise that banner, you know, top in the North. Then we raise the next banner, Stanley Cup cha- or Eastern Conference. Then we raise the next banner, Stanley Cup champions. Let's go. I'm in. Let's Let, go,
1: baby. I don't know what I'll do with myself. Just firing me up.
0: Okay. How crazy is it? What if the Leafs won the Cup, but you can't have a parade because COVID ruins everything?
1: They won't be able to fucking stop us.
0: Yeah, I know, but I also don't want COVID. So yeah, I know,
1: I yeah. know. Oh, whatever. You know
0: what? We'll be in a, a Lake Ontario uh, parade. They were they just like kind of drive around Lake Ontario.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? We'll be in our tenth fucking lockdown. So they'll yeah, no celebrate. We'll do a virtual celebration. How fun!
0: Oh my god, the worst kind of celebration—the celebration, the celebration yeah. where you can't embrace your fellow Leaf fans. Okay. With that being said, I want to thank everybody for doing the survey. It really makes my day when we get those odd questions. Doja Malone, you keep it high, baby. You be be that giraffe pussy. You say hi, baby. Loud, Uh, Doja. And listen, we're going to sit down and we're going to do a Blue Jay edition very soon. Hell yeah, dude. I'm fired up. Hell yeah. That's right, baby. All right. Go Leafs go. This is an After 30 podcast. I'm Anthony Alhapie. That's Bob Walker. Hit me with it, baby.
1: Woo! Go Leafs go. Fuck me, right?